T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. More cops and first responders disciplined after the Memphis killing. We have the story. A woman is dead after a weekend police chase in West Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. It is a bitterly cold morning here in Wichita. When do we finally warm above freezing again? Our full forecast in just a few minutes. Two more Memphis police officers are being disciplined following the death of Tyree Nichols. Memphis police say Officer Preston Hempel was relieved of duty soon after the arrest of Tyree Nichols. Fox TV affiliate WHBQ in Memphis confirmed Hempel was seen on body cam footage tasing Nichols. A seventh officer also relieved of duty, but the department isn't naming them yet. Five other officers face murder charges. Also, the Memphis Fire Department said they fired emergency medical technicians Robert Long and Jamichael Sandridge and Fire Lieutenant Whitaker in connection with Nichols' death. An investigation showed they violated multiple protocols when it came to treating the injuries Nichols had suffered. Jill Nato, Fox News. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News the fatal police beating of a man in Memphis was, quote, so unfortunate Whipple said it reveals, quote, the dark side of humanity. He says the city of Wichita tries to train employees to respect the public. The goal is to, to stay growing, stay improving, keep your ear to the ground when it comes to uh, how, you know, how the public is interacting with folks uh, who, who are either police, fire, public works, uh, and uh, take that feedback and, again, try to improve that customer service. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. A woman from Wellington has died following a weekend car chase in West Wichita. Saturday morning, Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputies attempted to make a traffic stop on Kellogg Drive, but the driver refused to stop, sped off. The car crashed at Hoover and Taft. A 22-year-old man who was driving was taken to a hospital with minor injuries. A passenger in the car was identified as 38-year-old Lindsay Garman of Wellington. She died at a hospital. The driver has been booked on multiple charges, including suspicion of first-degree murder, in the commission of a felony. A police pursuit of a stolen vehicle ended with a rollover crash near Clearwater. This began yesterday afternoon in Wellington. It was called off. Conway Springs police then continued the chase. They deployed stop sticks. The driver tried to run over one of the officers. Clearwater Police Chief Kirk Ives says shots were fired. The 
chase continued until the stolen car rolled over near Clearwater. Well, I've been doing this for over 20 years, so I mean, I've seen lots of accidents and things, but fleeing and looting is pretty common anymore these days, unfortunately. Uh, but our flock cameras that are around the counties, especially Sumner County and also Sedgwick County, are really helping with a lot of that. And the man who was driving has been arrested. A woman and child were in the car with him. The Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl bound and fans are planning their trip to Glendale, Arizona. Experts recommend to book everything early. And if you're planning to drive, Sean Stewart with AAA Kansas says you're looking at about 16 hours on the road. As you head down uh, through New Mexico and Arizona, uh, the gas prices are higher. So just look at those and factor in how many tanks you think you would need to fill up uh, in your particular vehicle to calculate your travel costs. And while an Allegiant uh, flight on February 10th is already full, Delta has added a direct flight from Wichita to Phoenix at a cost of around $2,800. Priscilla Presley has filed legal documents in Los Angeles Superior Court over who runs the estate of her late daughter, Lisa Marie Presley. The court filing disputes the validity of Lisa Marie Presley's living trust, which includes a 2016 amendment that removes her mother and a former business manager as trustees. Lisa Marie's two oldest children, Riley Keough and Benjamin Keough, would replace them in the event of her death or if she became incapacitated. Priscilla Presley claims the trust is invalid due to several issues, including a failure to notify her of the change and a typical signature from Lisa Marie Marie Presley, and a lack of a witness or notary. There's been no comment yet from Riley Keough. Benjamin Keough died by suicide in 2020. Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley, died on January 12th at the age of 54. Laura Cantor, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. We've got KUK State and men's basketball action tonight in Lawrence. We'll preview that one coming up in sports. Boeing is delivering its final 747 jumbo jet today. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.08. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock. Boeing bids farewell to an icon today. It's delivering its final 747 jumbo jet. Since it debuted in 1969, the 747 has served as a cargo plane, a commercial aircraft capable of carrying nearly 500 passengers, and the Air Force One presidential aircraft. It revolutionized international travel, but over the past 15 years, Boeing and its European rival Airbus have introduced more profitable and fuel-efficient wide-body planes with two engines instead of the 747's four. The final plane is the 1574th built by Boeing in the Puget Sound region in Washington State. It's being delivered to cargo carrier Atlas Air. The White House revealing it plans to scale back its COVID emergency powers in a few months. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. The White House says it will end two national COVID emergencies May 11th of this year, more than three years after they were enacted. The announcement comes in response to House Republicans' push to immediately end both the public health and national emergencies. The White House claims that ending the emergencies abruptly would result in, quote, wide-ranging chaos and uncertainty. But House Republicans are already claiming victory with Majority Leader Steve Scalise writing in a statement, the White House caves to House Republicans, going on to say the vast majority of Americans have returned to work and resumed their lives months ago. Yet the Biden administration has lagged behind, attempting to keep things shut down under the guise of COVID. 
Police are trying to get to the bottom of a mystery at the Dallas Zoo. Some animals have gone missing while another one was killed. Two emperor tamarind monkeys were taken from the zoo Monday. This after the recent suspicious death of an endangered vulture and a leopard went missing. No arrest been made and police have not said whether the incidents are linked. The facility was closed on January 13th and a day-long search conducted when a clouded leopard went missing. Nova was eventually found near her habitat. Police say a tool had been used to cut an opening in its fencing. A similar gash was also found in an enclosure of Langer monkeys, though none got out. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A sheriff in Florida facing a lawsuit over his social media posts. You've heard of the game show Wheel of Fortune. Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey uses his Facebook account to spoof the television show, only he calls it Wheel of Fugitives. It's an effort to raise public awareness of those fleeing law enforcement. But David Gay says he was featured in a post but wasn't on the lam. He was in jail at the time on a domestic battery charge. Gay says he lost his job because of Sheriff Ivy's social media claim. He's now suing for $50,000. Tom Graham, Fox News. And it says news time now, 8, 11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Traffic so far this morning here in the Wichita area. Things are looking okay out there. At 9 a.m., they're going to shut down a lane southbound on I-135 from 45th Street North to the North Junction. Watch for a slowdown. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell into the single digits here in Wichita early on. We expect to be partly sunny today. We'll likely be in the low 20s by lunchtime, 27 for the high this afternoon. Clouding up overnight, tarlow 13, then mostly sunny. Not as cold on Wednesday with a high 38. We'll likely reach 50 by Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy sky, 10 degrees. We have a north wind at 6 miles per hour. 812 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And the story is growing. It's the circles are going out from the story of the, the death of Tyree Nichols now in Memphis. And a sixth officer has been relieved of duty for involvement. And let's get an update this morning. What's going on right now with Fox News Radio's Eben Brown? Good morning, Eben. Good morning, sir. Good morning. You hear me? Yes. Coming <laughs> loud and clear. Listen. Good, good. Yeah. So I, the, uh, the the latest really is, is just as you said, you know, uh, those five officers are fired. They're charged with murder. They're out on, on bond. Uh, a sixth officer is now on leave uh, or um, uh, is relieved of duty, uh, and that could be pending uh, termination or criminal charges as well. But the fire department has now th- fired three of their employees who were involved, including the two EMTs that were on scene uh, that did not render aid to Mr. Nichols. And that was another source of contention, that there were these two EMTs who at no point try to uh, uh, try to help him, try to tend to his injuries. Uh, and there's, you know, the argument could be made that had they intervened, maybe his life might have been saved. Um there's, uh, there was also, uh, we're still trying to hear about two Shelby County, Tennessee deputies who were on scene that did nothing to de-escalate. At no point did those uh, two deputies uh, try to stop it, to tell the officers from Memphis PD, uh, hey, go take a walk, go, go breathe, whatever, you know, we'll watch him for you while you calm down. Uh, you know, none of that ever happened. And, and that, I think, is, um, you know, you know to, to most people, that's just a big fail. 
That's right. On a lot of places there, it sounds like, you know, six yeah. or eight people, one of them could have, we would think, would have said, hey, wait a minute, this is out of hand. Let's stop this thing. But apparently, like you were saying, it appears nobody did. Even the even the EMTs and those are people, they're trained and they're dedicated to saving lives. That uh, I don't understand that one at all. No, it, it's a big mystery why they didn't. Uh, normally, you know, you go into that line of work of emergency medical, you know, rescue, whatnot. Uh, because that's what you want to do. You want to run into the fire, so to speak. Uh, and what exactly happened here, we don't know. Um, you know, we don't know if there was some kind of existing uh, agreement uh, between them and the police officers, or if perhaps they were scared for themselves. Maybe they were scared for the uh, by the police. But uh, we, we we don't know. I'm sure someone will come forward with their story at some point. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, it looks as if demonstrations, which uh, uh, have been happening, have been peaceful. Uh, you know, people obviously out and marching and and, uh, and and chanting and things like that. But we have not seen widespread destruction, which is a good thing. And uh, I think uh, it's sad that we half expect that to happen. But at the same time, uh, there have been a lot of pleas, especially from the family of Tyree Nichols, uh, asking people not to riot, not to destroy you know, buildings and, and homes and, and businesses and things like that. But that was not something uh, Tyree Nichols was ever supportive of, and it would be a, an insult to his memory if people did that in his name. But you would think that local officials across the country, they they got eyes and ears. They should be watching this. I know some of ours here, we've questioned them here in Wichita. Uh, they've seen it. They'd say, well, what can we learn? We need to make sure that our, our police officers are trained and professional and all of this, and, and that seems like some people... <laughs> are just not getting the message out there. Yeah, well, it's a big, it's a good question, or it's a big question as to why, and yeah. we do know that at least a couple of these officers were hired with standards being relaxed. You know, it's not just one thing to train your officers. Yeah. Uh, they have to be able and capable to receive that training and, and implement it in, in, their, in their conduct. And there are some people who are just really not cut out for certain lines of work for one reason or another, and uh, that might have been a problem here, too. At least the question is being asked. Uh, and so I, I think in an, in an age when police have been, by and large, demonized uh, based on the actions of a relative few uh, and the move to defund and cut police and, and whatnot, that there's a there's a hiring problem, there's a retention problem, and that leads to hiring anyone who's willing, and that may not be the right person for this kind of job, and that might have played out here. Again, I think it's going to take a long, uh, you know, investigation into you know what led up to this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. uh, I, I fear that we might we might learn that uh, a couple of these officers were hired when they they should not have been. They didn't have the the requisite skills or the, the traits or the temperament for this kind of work. Being a police officer can be very, very stressful, especially in an anti-crime unit like they were, uh, which is tasked with um, kind of really sort of being the tip of the spear, you know, in, in bad parts of town. Yeah. Uh, and often you, you operate with, um, you know, with little supervision and uh, you, you, you're, you're sort of trusted to make calls on your own and, and uh, and sometimes it gets a little rough. And I, I had a friend who was rescued from a holdup by a street crimes unit that happened to be on the same block in a you know hiding in a in a, a van that they were there for another reason. But, wow. Um, you know, and thank God they were there. My my friend had a had a had a gun put to his head. Um, but uh, 
but in this case, you know, here in Memphis, uh, this uh, obviously the, these officers were certainly unprofessional and, yeah. and just downright mean. Well, listen, thank you for your time and, and your help this morning. We appreciate it, Evan. The uh, Fox News Radio's Evan Brown with a little bit more on what's, uh, what's been going on in Memphis. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, we're coming up on 819 here on this Tuesday morning, last day of January, and it's time for a look at sports again. Here's Ted Woodward, Ted. Yeah, huge game tonight up in Lawrence. Yeah. College men's basketball, number six, Kansas State, visiting number eight, Kansas. As these two teams are just a game apart in the conference standing. K-State is in second place in the Big 12. KU is another game back, so. Big game tonight between these two. Of course, they just met two weeks ago in Manhattan. K-State won that game by one point in overtime. And here we are two weeks later for the rematch in Lawrence. KU, FanDuel has KU as a six-and-a-half-point favorite on home court. Jayhawks have lost three straight conference games in a row. Looking to get back in the win column in the conference. A couple things to keep in mind. KU has won 16 straight times against the Wildcats in Lawrence. That's 16 years in the making. And, you know, uh, K-State, we mentioned, they beat KU two weeks ago. But Kansas State hasn't beaten KU twice in a row in 29 years. Let's see how things go. KU is 10-1 and one on home court this season at Allen Fieldhouse. K-State is only 3-3 three and three on the road. Live coverage on the Kansas Jayhawks radio network at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence at Allen Fieldhouse. Listen live, KUK State, a big one tonight. That's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Women's basketball, we want a little spotlight on Taylor Robinson. She is a fifth-year senior at Oklahoma. Went to, she's from McPherson. And she now has made the most three-pointers in college basketball history. More than 500 she has made in her career. She did it in 150 fewer attempts than the previous record holder. And she shoots 44% from three-point range. One of the great legendary shooters, Taylor Robinson. She's from McPherson. She's about to finish up her career at Oklahoma with the Sooners. And she's the most accurate and deadly three-point shooter in college basketball history. It's amazing. That? Yeah. Taylor Robinson from McPherson. Let's take a look at the NBA last night. The Golden State Warriors win on the road in Oklahoma City. Beat the Thunder 128-120. to Starting forward for the Warriors. Former Kansas Shayhawk Andrew Wiggins had 15 points and 4 rebounds. Golden State right now in the number 5 spot in the conference standings. They are on a 3-game winning streak right now. A little Shocker basketball history for you. It was 40 years ago on this night. The Shockers were on the road in Terre Haute taking on Indiana State. Shockers beat the Sycamores that night, 89-81, thanks to a great effort from the Shocker sophomore Xavier McDaniel. 20 rebounds, 20 points. It would be the first time that he would get a 20-20 in his Shocker career. He did it nine times. Wow. First time he did it was 40 years ago on this night. That is very rare. 20 points, 20 rebounds at Indiana State. And, boy, if you're having that big Super Bowl party, you better save up all that food. (laughs) The price of food jumping 10.4% compared with a year ago, according to the latest stats from the government. But some items are trending downward. So slide the chicken wings back on the menu for your big soiree. 
prices dropping 22% since last year. Go ahead, mix up that fresh guacamole. Avocado prices dropping due to a strong crop. Light up the grill. The cost of sirloin steak sliced by about a dollar per pound over the past year. But it will cost you a lot more to wash it all down. The price of beer up 11%. Soda prices rising 25%. C.J. Papa, Fox News. Of course, the Super Bowl this year, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Philadelphia Eagles, were 12 days away. Of course, you'll be able to hear that game live right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Biden documents at the University of Delaware. That's uh, coming up with uh, Sean Hannity here on KNSS. Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 on a Tuesday morning, 10 degrees. At least 10 people were shot in Lakeland, Florida Monday, two of which are in critical condition, and eight others have non-life-threatening injuries. Lakeland Police Chief Sammy Taylor explains what they believe happened in that shooting. The vehicle slowed, it did not stop, and the four windows went down. It appears it was occupied by four shooters in the vehicle. And they started firing from all four windows of the vehicle. Chief Taylor says they found marijuana in the area, although they can't say whether or not it's related to the shooting. Five people were injured in a pair of nightclub shootings <coughs> Excuse me, over the weekend in Wichita. Saturday morning, a fight broke out at Rock Island Club with shots fired in, <coughs> excuse me, inside the club. Late Saturday night, another shooting took place at the Onyx Nightclub in East Wichita. Two people were injured there. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple says he discussed options with Police Chief Joseph Sullivan. That their security cameras work, making sure that uh, they're checking uh, folks who are coming in, but not just uh, certain folks, but, but all folks. Uh, making sure uh, that they're not over capacity and that if there is any situations that frankly might be brewing, uh, you know, some tense uh, situations, to call uh, for, for officers or for security before those situations become more violent. The mayor says some of the strategies that can be used include educating youth in school and working with other community leaders. Four people suffered minor injuries after a police car responding to a call with their lights and siren on collided with another vehicle at 13th and Mosley in Wichita. Two officers, a 21-year-old and a 9-month-old, were injured. Kansas Highway Patrol is investigating. The U.S. military could face an ammunition shortage if it continues to provide ammunition to Ukraine. U.S. defense officials are trying to cobble together creative solutions to prevent future shortages given the fast burn rate of weapons needed in Ukraine, even pulling from U.S. weapons stockpiles in South Korea and Israel. Congressman Adam Smith of the House Armed Services Committee told Shannon Bream on Fox News Sunday he's concerned about keeping up pace with Ukraine's needs. We need to increase that ability to surge when we need it, which means we desperately need to increase our manufacturing base for key weapon systems. The Pentagon is racing to boost its production of 155-millimeter artillery shells by 500 percent within two years, production levels not seen since the Korean War. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News. A school district official near Chicago is facing charges relating to the theft of a lot of food. She had a thing for wings, and now she's under arrest. Harvey School District Food Service Director Vera Lydell is accused of stealing $1.5 million worth of food, mostly chicken wings. But it turns out that's an item not served to students because it contains bones. Suspicions were raised when a routine mid-year audit found the district was $300,000 over its annual food budget, 
despite being only halfway through the academic year. Prosecutors say none of the food was taken to the school district or provided to students. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Let's take a look at the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Cold high pressure is over Kansas, Missouri, and Iowa, and that's keeping these chilly temperatures around for a while. But we finally break out of the deep freeze by this time tomorrow. Our high this afternoon, 27. The wind chill hovering near zero. Cloudy and 13 overnight with tomorrow's high, 38. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, a north wind at 5 miles per hour and 11 degrees. Stephen said of the morning here on 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. Time check, 834. Time for entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Take it away, Ted. Yeah, we do have a few obituaries yeah. to pass along this morning. Uh, Motown artist Barrett Strong has passed. Motown hitmaker Barrett Strong has died. He was 81 years old. Motown Museum announcing his passing on social media, tweeting, It is with great sadness that we share the passing of legendary at classic Motown singer and songwriter Barrett Strong. Strong is remembered for providing lead vocals on the rhythm and blues song Money, That's What I Want, that went on to become Motown's first big hit. Motown founder Barry Gordy saying in a statement, Barrett was not only a great singer and piano player, but he, along with his writing partner Norman Whitfield, created an incredible body of work. Strong collaborated with Whitfield, co-writing such songs as I Heard It Through the Grapevine, War, and Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Lauren Faulkner, Fox News. Cindy Williams, actress, has passed. One, two, three, four. Cindy Williams and Penny Marshall had been a writing team when they were cast by Marshall's brother Gary Marshall for an episode of Happy Days. Their characters were such a hit, they were spun off as their own show. Laverne and Shirley ran from 1976 to 1983. Come on, Kurt, we can't be spending half the night chasing girls down for you. Williams also starred in the 1973 film American Graffiti, playing Ron Howard's high school sweetheart, and in the 1974 Francis Ford Coppola film The Conversation. I'm Margie Zaraleta. And a man who penned a couple of memorable movies about civil rights is being remembered. Gregory Allen Howard, who wrote the screenplay for Remember the Titans, has died. Howard passed away one day shy of his 71st birthday. According to his publicist, Howard died on Friday in a Miami hospital after suffering heart failure. The writer and producer is remembered for his work helping bring adaptations about black historical figures to the silver screen. Outside of Titans, which starred Denzel Washington and hauled in over $100 million at the box office, Howard's other credits include the Oscar-nominated movie Ali that starred Will Smith in the titular role of boxer Muhammad Ali, and the movie Harriet, which starred Cynthia Erivo as abolitionist Harriet Tubman. Lauren Faulkner, Fox News. Let's see what's going on in the world of rock music. Christine Goodwin. Apple Music launches Rihanna's Road to Halftime playlist, counting down to the singer's Super Bowl 57 performance. The streaming service says subscribers can access the megastar's songs with spatial audio in Dolby Atmos, showcasing her heart-pumping anthems throughout her career, mixing pop, rap, R&B, and EDM sounds under her ever-expanding umbrella. The Apple Music Super Bowl Halftime show kicks off February 12th in Arizona. Harry Styles will perform at Sunday's 65th Annual Grammy Awards. Joining performers including Brandi Carlisle, Luke Combs, Mary J. Blige, Lizzo, and Bad Bunny. 
Styles' album Harry's House nominated for six Grammy Awards, including album, record, and song of the year for his track As It Was. That's Fox Rocks on Fox News. Will the next big pop star even be a human being at all? Artificial intelligence is taking over, it seems. Some months ago, the Internet was broken by Dolly, which could create visual art of any subject just by request. You typed in who or what you wanted to see in whatever style. ChatGPT can write complex letters for you, all well-researched, so why not music? That was composed and produced by Google's new AI called Music LM from a text request of fusing reggaeton and EDM with a spacey sound that's danceable. How about something jazzy with vocals? Gibber is sure, but vocalizing by computer, all from text input. Music LM isn't publicly available to play with yet, but samples are online. It's creator's right. It can transform whistled and hummed melodies according to the style described in a text caption. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Of course, none of us listening to the radio right now remember a time when there wasn't radio. So, pay heed to the people that figured that out. 110 years ago on this day, a guy named Edwin Howard Armstrong first demonstrated the employment of three-element vacuum tubes in circuits. What did that do? Well, that amplified signals to stronger levels than previously thought possible, and that could also generate high-power oscillations, which were then usable for radio transmission. Later that year, he applied for a patent covering that regenerative circuit. Until Edwin Armstrong figured out how to do that, there wasn't such a thing as radio, but he came up and he figured it out. So hats off to Edwin Armstrong for getting that figured out 110 years ago. 20 years ago on this night on Comedy Central, the finale of the game show Win Ben Stein's Money. Remember Ben Stein, the very yeah. dry guy from Ice Bueller? I like that show. And the, the, it was a game show, and of course that's the first time we kind of saw Jimmy Kimmel arrive on the scene, as he was kind of a shepherd, right. shepherding Ben Stein through that whole thing. And yep. It was kind of a takeoff of a game show, but it was funny. Yep. And Ben Stein, of course, is always was always funny. Yeah. That was the finale of the game show win ben stein's money that was 20 years ago on this night on comedy central 10 years ago on this night on nbc the finale of 30 rock very popular show shepherded by tina fey and that show won a ton of emmys during its run its finale was 10 years ago on this night take a look at actor jack mcgowan you know jack mcgowan he passed away 50 years ago on this day irish actor You've seen him in The Quiet Man, Darby O'Gill and the Little People, Dr. Zhivago, Tom Jones. His last role was in The Exorcist. Great actor. He was only 54 when he died. He died from influenza after complications resulting from the London flu epidemic. He was only 54. Wow. Great character actor from Ireland, Jack McGowan. He passed away 50 years ago on this day. 30 years ago on this night was the Super Bowl. Big Super Bowl halftime show at Super Bowl 27. Somebody thought it would be a good idea if they gave a solo performer the halftime show. Who'd they choose? Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was very successful. Viewership to the Super Bowl increased between halves for the first time in Super Bowl history by pulling wow. in Michael Jackson to do it. That's what they've been doing ever since. 
Uh, also helped improve sales of his album, so it was a win-win situation for everybody there. He did the deal where he performed with like 3,500 children. They were all out on the field with him. And uh, so that performance by Michael Jackson, Super Bowl halftime, huge. That was 30 years ago on this night at halftime of the Super Bowl. Let's take a look at the late night crew. Let's check in with the Late Late Show with James Corden, CBS. President Biden visited Baltimore this afternoon to kick off a new rail tunnel project funded by the bipartisan infrastructure law. It's a project to replace a 150-year-old tunnel. Or, as Biden said, um, not that you need to replace anything just because it's old. (laughs) They broke ground on the $6 billion project today, and by the time Biden is done talking about trains, they should be all finished. Let's, uh, and, of course, uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl was plenty of fodder for the late-night folks. Let's check in with The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. Of course, everyone in Kansas City is just as pumped. This is the Chiefs' third Super Bowl appearance in the last four years. Even Tom Brady's like, hey, give someone else a chance. <laughs> the Late Late Show with Stephen Col. I'm sorry, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, CBS. It's already a history-making game because Kansas City chefs tight end Travis Kelsey and Philadelphia Eagle center Jason Kelsey will become the first brothers to face off against each other in a Super Bowl. But not the first time family members have played each other. Who can forget the dramatic playoffs matchup between Joe and Hannah Montana? (laughs) And, of course, there was all that hoo-ha with the uh, mayor of Cincinnati insulting the Chiefs before the game on Sunday. Some of that was... Talked about on Jimmy Kimmel Live, ABC. The big loser of the day was the mayor of Cincinnati, who before the game issued some ill-advised trash talk from City Hall. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test confirming whether or not he's his father. I don't even know what that joke means, to be honest, but it may have been the most embarrassing moment ever for a mayor of Cincinnati. And keep in mind, Jerry Springer was mayor of Cincinnati. And of course, after the Chiefs won that game on Sunday, Travis Kelsey had some choice words for the mayor of Cincy. I appreciate that. How about this beautiful trophy? Huh? Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to party! Travis Kelsey with the oh, brother. <laughs> All right, don't forget, the Super Bowl is 12 days away. You can hear it live right here on KNSS. And last night on ABC, yes, the next installment of The Bachelor. Oh, boy, the action last night. Who was taking the heat? Well, it was Tajwan, who was not happy with the other women. She wanted to join in the competition, and boy, it just got all all up into Zach. Uh-oh. Hi. Some of you guys missed your opportunity to really connect with Zach. And it was just like, who who is his wife in the group? Wait, what do you mean? Oh, hey, what? Well, I saw you guys on the stage, and it was just, like, very painful to watch. Did you just come here to tell Zach that? Or, like, I'm just confused with the intention. If you guys were in my position and you see something, you go after it, right? You missed your opportunity to connect with Zach. 
Say something you want. You want it? Yeah. There's a missed opportunity. Oh well, uh, we won't be hearing more from Tajwan. She has been. Uh, Zach sent her home. He sent her he home. He was tired of her. Act. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> more ba- more drama on, on the, the bachelor, bachelor last night. That's all for the blur. Entertainment news with Stephen Ted. Eight forty-five now. Stephen Ted coming up. We got the Wichita Business Journal update. The last Boeing 747 Jumbo Jet will be delivered today. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS eight fifty now here on this uh, Tuesday morning. Three big things: three local Kansas City Chiefs fans making plans to attend the Super Bowl in Arizona. Two a woman from Mullington is dead after a weekend of police pursuit and crash in West Wichita. One more cops and first responders disciplined after the Memphis killing of Tyree Nichols. Three big things: Stephen Ted on KNSS. KDOT doing some construction out there today. They're going to be closing down a lane, so it's just going to be down to one lane southbound I-135 starting at 45th Street North uh, going down to uh, K-254 in the North Junction in that road construction there. All going to be just one lane, 9 a.m. today till 3 p.m. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Partly sunny and cold today with a high of 27 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cold tonight. The overnight low 12. Wednesday, mostly sunny, warming up a little bit tomorrow, up to 38 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 11 degrees. We have a north wind at 5 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Stock market, uh, Wall Street closing down yesterday. 
The Dow off 261 points. NASDAQ down 228. S&P down 53. This morning, uh, we're going the other direction this morning. The S&P is up about, well, 13 points. Uh, the Dow is up uh, 17. It was just up 60, so it's heading in the wrong direction. NASDAQ is up by 69 points this morning. Let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal, powered by a capital campaign that raised more than $7 million. The Wichita Family Crisis Center is soon going to be able to shelter many more individuals impacted by domestic violence and human trafficking. The local nonprofit announcing the completion of the new HOPE campaign. That will allow the opening of a new facility this spring, five times the size of its current shelter. Amanda Myers is executive director of the Wichita Family Crisis Center. She says the 33,000-square-foot facility will triple, more than triple, the center's sheltering capacity from about 25 individuals now up to about 80. Each room will also be larger, have its own bathroom. There will be other important features as well. A five-decade run that transformed commercial aviation comes to a close this week with the expected final delivery of a Boeing 747. The final aircraft will be handed over to Atlas Air today, capping the 747's production history with a final cargo model. Spirit Air Systems in Wichita built the forward fuselage and other components of the jet for Boeing. And Boeing has been awarded more than $2 billion from the U.S. Air Force for another 15 KC-46 tankers. That award, marking the program's ninth production lot, puts Boeing on contract for 128 Pegasus refueling aircraft with the service. The company says 68 of them have already been delivered to date to the Air Force. The manufacturer intends to build a total of 179 tankers for the service, and many of those have and will make their way to Wichita, where McConnell Air Force Base is the main operating base for the KC-46 and will continue to add to the two dozen tankers it has now, eventually housing three dozen of the aircraft. Nearby Spirit Aerosystems builds the forward fuselage section on the 767 for the tanker program. And that's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. So a Super Bowl ticket, Ted, we'll be need see if we can get one, I guess. No, I don't think so. Six, no, like, $6,400 is the lowest one. That's way pass up, on that. Must be way up in the cheap seats up there. Huh? $6,400? Yeah, that would be a cheap ticket. 30000 is what the top end is on this thing. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Just to... Or you can watch it on... You watch it on TV, you're right there on the field yeah. for free. If you listen on KNSS radio, you're listening to it for free. Yeah, you can go to somebody's that. Super Bowl party, and uh, if you don't, uh, you know, if you're not required to bring any uh, anything with you, you can eat the snacks for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are ways to do it. A there lot are, yeah, there are ways to do it on a budget. But uh, anyway, we should be a great game. We're looking for the Chiefs to pull another one out there. Today is uh, National Hot Chocolate Day. Bingo. Warms up people across the country. One of my absolute favorites. Celebrating the timeless cold weather beverage. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, sometimes we'd go out to breakfast someplace, or, and uh, Dad'd say, What's hot chocolate? Oh, yeah. Yes. Gotta the, have it. The on answer to that like is always this? yes. On a day like this, hot chocolate? Are you mm, kidding me? That's that no, no problem with that. Mm. 8.54 now, Stephen Ted, and uh, we had an interesting show this morning talking with Pete Meitzner, the Sedgwick County uh, Chair, uh, Sedgwick County Commission Chair, about a big meeting that yesterday to talk about the fact that the local d- people here involved. Uh, there's a special task force going on, and we are way ahead when it comes to getting passenger rail service back to Wichita. Well, it's so been it's, 50 years. It's been at least it's been about yeah, just about about 50 years, and uh, so that's nice to know. We have the the people train coming through Wichita after all this time. So good news there. And coming up here, we've got the Glenn Beck program on KNSS, as always. 
Surgeon General says 13 is too early for kids to be on social media. <laughs> That's part of the show today with Glenn Beck. News at the top of the hour with KNSS. Two more police officers disciplined in the death of Tyra, Tyree Nichols in Memphis. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show. News updates all day. Steve at 10 in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today's high, 27 degrees night. Right now, partly cloudy and 11. This is the- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.